Welcome back to our Object Relations Theory and Clinical Concept Lecture Series. Today um, it's my pleasure to share with you my thoughts about what I call the Klein-Winnicott dialectic, referring to the two major British theorists, Melanie Klein and D.W. Winnicott, Donald Winnicott, who are um, known through the British Society and through the writings from the British School of Object Relations and they were the innovators of British Object Relations theory, uh, along with Ronald Fairburn. So Klein and Winnicott in London in the British Society, their theories often, concepts often got divided or polarized, but it's so important when we are focused on clinical work to understand how their theories really complement and enrich each other and help us to deal with the whole person when we're treating a patient in psychotherapy or psychoanalytic psychotherapy or psychoanalysis. We want to deal with the whole person and this is what object relations thinking is all about. Uh, Melanie Klein herself talked about the whole, when we developed to have the concept of a whole person rather than a part of a person or a part of the mother. And we as analysts and therapists want to treat a whole person. So um, the focus of my thoughts today are about Klein's theories complementing Winnicott's. Winnicott, as many of you may know, was a pediatrician and he then trained as psychoanalyst after being in therapy with uh, different analysts in London. Um, but he came at things from the angle of working with mothers and infants, which was quite different than Klein, who also was the first to work with children in psychotherapy. She started play therapy, um, but she was coming from the view of already being a practicing um, analyst. So. They, for this reason, Winnicott focuses very much on the real mother because he actually worked with the real mothers. So he was focusing on the reality of um, on de developmental effects for, of the real mother and real people in the life of the infant and the child. Um, Klein's focus right from the beginning was more on the inner world and the inner mother and the psychic fantasy of the mother and all the instinctual dynamics involved with our fantasy life that create and color our experience of the real external mother. And Winnicott, because he was dealing with the effects of the real environment, also was very focused on trauma. And um, Klein was focused on how we project onto things and um, and we we're constantly but going beyond Freud she very much developed the idea of psychic fantasy as going on inside of us at all times and influencing everything about how we think and feel so it wasn't just impulses the way Freud originally talked about but really full psychic fantasy states about mother in the beginning and the other and about parts of ourselves. So she, Klein also talked about the mourning process because if we're dealing with 
um, our inner states, feeling states, then we also have to deal with loss of um, this, then this does extend to the real mother, loss of the other, but also loss of what we hope for in the mother we might have had. So Klein deals with that aspect of mourning. Winnicott comes at it from the view of how a child can be traumatized by when the mother isn't able to be um, have that primary maternal preoccupation and he talks about and really connect with where the infant and child is. Um, and then she can't be internalized. So Winnicott dealt with the real mother and how psychic structure and the mind is developed through internalizing the real mother. If there's a good enough mother, then we develop and we have new relationships and through that we internalize new new relationships that build the self. So the self is built through, in object relations term, we know the self is always built through relationships, right? From the beginning we come into the world and we're related to another. Um, and this is, so Winnicott came, talked about there's no such thing as a baby, there's only a mother and a baby. So because right from the beginning the baby is experiencing itself through the mediation of the real mother. Klein talked about how we're experiencing ourselves through the mediation of our psychic fantasy about the mother and all the parts, how we experience things through our feelings and instincts in the internal world and how that colors our real experience. But that in terms of doing clinical work, Winnicott talks about how we need to have a therapist who could, the real therapist who survives the most aggressive onslaughts of the patient and is able to have the holding function of the holding environment and to minimize retaliation or abandonment to be there as fully as possible in the moment and to accept the most um, the most aggressive parts of the person and this is all part of how people overcome trauma um, but without mourning, there wouldn't be a resolution of trauma and a further development. So we, here we see the complement of object survival from Winnicott and moving, and moving into mourning of early loss that Klein talked about. And we have many concepts of the two theorists that complement one another, but these are some primary ones, object survival and internalization along with Klein's view of mourning and experiencing feeling along with psychic fantasy and how that colors how we experience the other and how we then also feel loss and feel yearning and how we how we then um, get to the concept in Klein's Envy and Gratitude 1957 where internalization begins to be important so she directly overlaps there with Minnicott. So the main gist of this is that there are many ways, with, with Winnicott talking about the capacity to play, um, Winnic and, and Klein talks about play therapy and how what interferes with play. Winnicott talks about uh, the developmental aspects of the capacity to play, potential space, all these things, and psychic space, all these things interact with them. We need the psychic space to have the capacity to mourn and develop, which Klein talks about. So there's a constant dialectic back and forth. These two theorists do not have to be polarized, unfortunately, and they have been in, in, 
in uh, certain societies, and but now we know much more about clinical work, and we know how much both of their contributions are so important. Um, I I go into this more fully in a book that I have coming out called Klein Winnicott Dialectic, which is being published by Karnak in London, um, and. There I speak about much more about Klein and Winnicott as people, their particular contributions, but I also show clinical work showing how their mutual concepts work with one another in dialectic rather than being opposing each other in a polarization. Because we have to do nurture and nature always. There can never be everything is all about the real mother or everything. It, or we bring to the world so much within ourselves. So Klein focused more on what we bring to the world. Winnicott talked more about the impact of our environment, our mother, our family, everybody in our outer world, and, and how that gets internalized. And if we don't get the good enough internalizations, we don't have the capacity to be alone or the capacity for concern. This was all part of Winnicott's thinking. But in Kleinian view, very much, in complement with that, if we have too much hostility inside of ourselves, we kill off these good internalizations or prevent us from receiving the other who has a good enough uh, response to us or entombment with us. So we always have to deal with what's coming from insight that might annihilate or oppose what's coming in from the outside in order to receive, in order to surrender to what we actually need from relatedness with the other for our own psychic development, we have to be able to um, surrender, which involves facing losses that are too traumatic, to that disrupt our ability to receive. So when we, receive, we surrender to loss and mourning, we also surrender to relatedness and to receiving what we need to take in for internalizations to take place in our mind that allow, or as one of my patients said, when she opened up to the morning process in therapy, that she felt she had new synapses opening up. And this was a woman in her late 80s. And she felt like she was coming alive with her art and, art and creative work. So uh, it's all about a continuing developmental process throughout life, which involves mourning losses. Um, there was a book called Necessary Losses and that was read by many and that's, that has a succinct way of putting it, that we all have to be able to tolerate loss in order to grow. Well, Melanie Klein said that a century ago and Winnicott said from his angle, you can't leave out the environment and only talk about what's on the inside and psychic fantasy. You have to deal with how effect how much effect the mother has on the infant right away, which he as a pediatrician knew so well. So, um, and this all leads into then the ideas of how psychic space and potential and transitional space, space between self and other, where we can have an experience together that is like psychic penetration. That builds our psychic structure, allows development. But if that's, cut, if that's opposed by us sealing off our inner life 
or by defensive operations like Klein talked about with splitting and um, putting parts of ourselves into the other that we want to get rid of rather than being open to a dialectic where we receive nurturance and internalizations from the other then um, we have a breakdown of development. So both theorists were talking about that but Winnicott from the view of the outside world and Klein from the view of the inner world. Otto Kernberg wrote a book called Internal World and External Reality and that's a good way of capturing this how we always have to deal with the external reality and the internal world in order to deal with the whole person as a psychotherapist. So if you want to know more about this, um, you can look at the book coming out with Karnak now, Klein-Winnicott Dialectic, and it's been delightful to talk to you today. Thank you.